You're listening to The Tech Box. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 44 of The Tech Box. Uh, over here in the UK, it's 7.27 in the evening, um, and I'm joined on a very special program this evening by some call him America's first citizen, some call him America's newest citizen, we call him our mate Andy. Hello Andy, how are you? <laughs> uh, Richard, it is 2.27 over here in sunny, well I guess it's just sunny America, because uh, our, our, yeah. t- our two listeners don't really care where I am right now, it's just uh, not not in the UK. No, no, you're definitely not in the UK, and uh, and you are America's newest citizen, or or one of the newest ones, aren't they? So, uh, have you got your shiny passport yet? Shiny passport is in the post, I'm told, uh-huh. along with my uh, proper certificate that says I'm now uh, a citizen of the United States of America, which is nice. But the nice thing about that is I get to still be a citizen of Great Britain as well. So I've got dual citizenship, and I should have yeah. two passports which means I can go to Heathrow with one and scoot through security, and then I can come back to JFK Airport on another and scoot through security. That That's the plan. That's the idea. And it also means that if a certain someone who's in charge of the country wakes up in a bad mood one day and wants to uh, deport anybody that isn't a citizen, hopefully now I'm safe. Yeah, yeah, you should be in. And, and if you can work out how to use the voting machines in a year or so's time, <laughs> uh, we can only hope that you use your vote wisely. Yes, I will definitely use my vote wisely. Wink, wink. Go no further. Go no further. So, okay, so there you are uh, over there on the other side of the pond. Um, been a little while since we've chatted, hasn't it? You, you were on a, what, a month or so ago. But was it a bit longer than that even now, maybe? Um, but uh, anyway, what, what's the what's the latest toy? What are you playing with? Well, um, the last time I was on, I think, was two episodes ago. Yeah. And I was really enjoying the Galaxy S10. And I decided that I wanted something a bit different. And I think I was probably probably tempted by the impending announcement of the Note 10. And then mm-hmm. I kind of went off that when I found out that it was going to be a little bit of a, a yawn fest. And then I was excited about the Pixel 4. And then again, we found out it wasn't going to have a wide angle camera. So I'd already started the itch of I need a different phone, even though I actually didn't. So then the one phone that was kind of in the back of my head this whole time for a, a lot of this uh, a lot of this year was the P30 Pro from Huawei which everyone has said and shown on uh, on the internet as just being an amazing phone with an amazing camera really special zoom and night sight uh kind of mode and I thought well the price has always been kind of out of reach for me it's always been just over a $1000 um the yeah. whole Huawei thing with Trump was a problem, so I didn't know whether that was going to be an issue. And then it seems like that's that's less of an issue now because it doesn't really affect current devices. And then the price dropped quite a lot for a brand new device on mm. eBay. So I thought, why not? Um, so here it is. Here is, as you can see, the P30 Pro from Huawei. Ah. And, and, and as I can't see, which color did you get on there? <laughs> well, as you can see, it's the, uh, the kind of, I think they call it Aurora, the blue and the green. The kind blue, of yeah, the beautiful gradient. Aurora. It's yeah. really quite lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It really is a delightful device to look at, isn't it? It, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I'm happy to say that mine is Aurora as well. And, and oh, it, right. it's very hard to know whether or not it's blue or green or 
it's just super nice. Yeah, and it's it's um it's very different. And where the, the two shades of blue or green kind of meet, it gives you a kind of a 3D effect. It's almost, it almost looks as if the phone's completely bent in the middle, but then you yeah. move it around a bit. And it's interesting. It's one of those, it's one of those colors where I find myself, if, if I go to a restaurant with the missus, um, and, uh, I, I take the phone out of my pocket, which I usually do, I, I, I'm tempted to kind of turn it over more than usual just so I can. <laughs> See the the blue yeah. and the green, and not look at the wife. <laughs> uh, I I I did that only the other day. It turn it face down because it, it does look really good. But um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful looking device. I, I have to say, I was I was quite miffed with mine because it, it had a, a little bit of a a tail to it. Um, I pre ordered it on Amazon, uh, and uh, Amazon, for whatever reason, best known to themselves, put uh, the dual SIM variant on on pre-order, uh, and I wanted the dual SIM one because I travelled quite a bit, and when it turned up, it was a single SIM one, and uh, I sort of got in touch with them, and first of all, they were going to replace it, then they discovered they hadn't got any dual SIM ones after all, um, and cutting a long story short, they dilly-dallied quite enough that I was able to take it away on two business trips to, I forget where now, one was, one was to Switzerland. Um, and in that time, I decided I just loved this device. So so I ordered one from one of the Hong Kong suppliers, uh, which turned up and uh, is dual SIM and uh, has 256 gigs of storage rather than the 128 most of the ones we have in the UK have. Absolutely beautiful device. I was thrilled to bits. And then 12 hours later, Mr. Trump started his shenanigans and I thought, Ah, um, yeah. but it hasn't actually put me off. I mean, I, I've used this as my main camera phone now since I suppose May. Uh, I took it away with me to Greece in June. Uh, took loads of pictures that I'm very happy with because uh, its camera suits landscapes and buildings, and and uh, obviously it has the zoom, which we'll never talk about in a bit. But really, I'm still pretty much as happy with this, despite having bought and tried several other phones in the meantime it's the one i keep coming back to um as as my favorite camera phone and yeah the interface isn't beautifully laid out uh on the camera but as long as you poke around you can get to all the basic functions quite quickly and i don't know about you i've probably taken upwards of three thousand photos with it now and there's probably no more than two dozen that i'm not really happy with well i will definitely admit to taking nowhere near as many as that um you've only had it a few weeks <laughs> no, i've had it yeah it's almost two weeks i think um but i will i will definitely hold my hand up and say that the number of photos i have on the p30 right now um is more than any other phone i've had for the first two weeks i mean the s10 it was kind of like i knew it was going to be fine and i didn't didn't really kind of put it through its paces after taking a few pictures and finding out that they were they were okay they were fine some of them were actually pretty good um not mm-hmm. because of my photography skills but because uh, i was just copying what my wife was doing which is the usual way to ensure that uh, get a good composition but with the p30 mm-hmm. and i'm probably going to say p30 a lot i do mean p30 pro because i know there is yeah. another version um i ended up wanting to play with it a lot not just to see what the zoom could do um, but it's, it's almost as if every picture I take on it is, is like you say, very few of them you want to ditch. Most of the there pictures I took, even though they're the same thing, like my cat's face or the cup of coffee or a tree or a flower or whatever. Um, 
like every single one is 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 almost perfect to the point where I don't need to shove it into Snapseed and start messing around with it. Now, yeah. I have had a couple of times where um, it's almost focusing on the on the P30 is almost too good. So where we are down here in Savannah with lots of insects flying around, we have a little balcony and it's kind of floor to ceiling insect screen. So you can sit yeah. out there and enjoy your, your gin and tonic, watch the sun go down and not get eaten alive. The trouble is, um, and this is actually the first time this has happened on all the phones I've had since we've we've been coming down here. So that's the, the S10, uh, a, a couple of no- old Nokias, the S9, I think, the V30. Um, when I want to take uh, take a picture through the insect screen, whether it's the sunset or just a picture of the marsh in, in general or whatever, um, it's never been a problem. It always focuses on that that tree that's just out there or that bush or whatever. But the, the P30 Pro, every single time, immediately kind of focuses on the insect screen and then brings it into the sharpest focus <laughs> you could ever ask for. Even it's, it's almost as if my intention was to have a nice blurry background and I really want to capture that, that, that tiny, those tiny squares of the insect screen. It's, it's insane. So for the first, <laughs> for the first few days when I was trying to, you know, test the zoom out and, and uh, take pictures of the, the sunset, you know, outside through, through the screen, I had to put it on pro mode and adjust yeah. the focus so that it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't focusing on this, this darn screen. So it's almost like, uh, a problem that's that's not really a problem because then when you want to take a close-up picture of say a seashell or you know some text from a book or your pet's face or whatever the the phone does i think i want to say that the best job i've ever seen on kind of very close-up macro shots in terms of the detail um to the point where i'm I'm still astonished, actually. Every time I take a picture of a close-up of something, and it's usually my my poor cat who puts up with me a lot, taking all of these pictures. I'm I'm still astonished at the quality, and I'm looking. I'm actually looking at a screen that isn't a 2K screen. I'm looking at a 1080p screen. So I'm actually looking forward to chucking some of these photos onto my laptop when I get back to New York, which has a four. Does it have a 4K screen? No, it doesn't have a 4K screen, but the iMac does. So I'll stick it on the iMac. And just really look at the, at the amazing detail that this thing has, has picked up. Because even though it's really, uh, impressive on the phone screen, that's not a very, very good screen. So it's probably going to blow my mind when I see it on the, on the iMac. Yeah. I think that's right. I mean, I, I, I you know, I've, I've been really impressed when you see some of them on a full size screen. Um, there are those who will say, that the detail on shots where you've tried to freeze something isn't as good as it, it might be, but I can't say I've ever really had a complaint like that. Um, our friend Leon hates the P30 because he says it doesn't focus fast enough on his quickly moving daughter, who's, I don't know, she must be about three or probably telling the porkies there, but, um, I think for most uses I've got, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, it may be that I don't take enough pictures of small children. Um, but yeah, your, your pictures of, of your cat have been quite astonishing. The detail in the, in the fur and whatever is just, uh, it's just incredible, isn't it? I, I, I've, I've found the thing that impressed me in many ways most has been the, uh, well, well, no, as I say, the thing, but the night mode, that's incredible. I mean, the fact that you can take a, a, a handheld, shot with such a long exposure and the camera is cute enough to pull all sorts of tricks and make it not blurry um that's pretty impressive but then of course you've got this peris- periscope zoom which um 
Yeah, you can say at full at full zoom, it's pretty hard to hold still enough. You really need to prop it on something or hold it up against something. And you can say that at that level, it's a bit pixelated. But hey, come on, it's a 50 times zoom in a package this size. Uh, I know when um, we were in uh, Mallorca at Easter, there was a, an aircraft carrier offshore. Uh, and yeah, the full the full zoom on that was enough to pick out the airplanes on the on the deck and whatever that you certainly couldn't see with the naked eye, and it might be a little bit pixelated, but you wouldn't have got a picture of them with any any other phone. So, I I think it's a a super impressive camera. It has its faults. Uh, the interface could be a bit better, I suppose. Um, but if you're patient, it, it it's good. And if you take the pictures on automatic, and, and I have to confess, the vast majority of the time I do. 99 times out of 100, I think you get a good shot. Yeah, I agree. The, um, the Zoom is something we should talk about because uh, that was kind of like the, the headline. Once it was launched, you know, and everyone was everyone had their review units and the reviews started going up. Everyone did that, that famous shot of the Eiffel Tower where they took a picture of the Eiffel Tower and then they zoomed in to 50 times and you could see the, the rivets or whatever it was. It was really... Yeah. Kind of impressive, but also a bit gimmicky. And what I would say about it is, yes, it's impressive, but I don't know if I've found a use for it yet. Um, um, I don't I've, know. I've, I've found a few. Um, went to a, a, a cricket match in uh, May, and it was good enough to take pictures of the players on the other side of the field. Um, right. I've had... Pictures of the detail at the top of buildings that have been, uh, you know, really quite good. That picture of the uh, aircraft carrier was, uh, I was very happy with it. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not what a DSLR could have done. Um, but it was still pretty amazing for something in my pocket. Um, and so, yeah, it, to, to a degree, it's a gimmick, but it's a welcome one because I've t- certainly taken pictures of this that no other phone would have done. Um, so on that score, I think I'd say it was a success. Yeah. I mean, for me um, and what I've, the success I found with with the Zoom so far is has been, um, and in direct comparison with with the same kinds of shots that I was taking with the S10, um, especially around here when we, we're so close to all this water, there's a lot of um, rather interesting looking um, uh, water. I'm going to say water birds. I don't know where my brain is right now. <laughs> water birds. What am I? Is thinking this large? Is this large body of water the Atlantic Ocean? Only? No, it's it's like marshland. That leads into oh, the Atlantic. Okay. I'm talking yeah. about herons and things like that. Um, oh, nice. So yeah, so I was in one spot with the with the S10, and I saw this heron kind of sitting on a dock. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can't get too close to these things because they will fly away. And I yeah, tried they my take best. Off. Yeah, they 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 see you coming and think I'm out of here. So with the S10, I did my very best. Used the telephoto lens. I tried to zoom in a little bit. I tried to creep forward a little bit, and I ended up getting the the best shot I could before the thing took off. And then none of those pictures, none of them I would use for anything. They were just pixely and rubbish. Mm. So then fast forward a couple of weeks, I've got the, the P30 Pro. Same kind of situation where I'm kind of near a dock and there's a nice looking heron stretching his wings. Um, and again, I, I thought if I try and get close to it, I'm he's going to fly off and he's going to leave. Well, I've got this amazing zoom in my pocket, so let's give it a go. So... I did a standard shot. I did a, a five times shot and a ten times shot, and mm-hmm. and then I went beyond ten. I didn't go as far as fifty before he took off. I think I got to like fifteen or eighteen. Yeah, the fifteen yeah. or eighteen zoom shot was still fine, not good enough really to to post anywhere because it was quite 
not blurry, but just because the bird was kind of moving and it hadn't picked it up, it was quite pixely. But in all honesty, the five times shot and the ten times shot, that I yes, of course, they're not as good as having a DSLR or being able to take a, a close-up shot with the standard lens, which you know you can't do with a bird that's going to fly away. Those two, those two shots with the five and ten times were really impressive. That's that's my best. <laughs> that's my yeah. best uh, description yes. without sounding too uh, patty on the backy. But it was the kind of thing that I would be happy to share. Um, probably not print and put in a frame, but you know, it was. No, I, I, that's it, isn't it? It's not. It's, it's not a different experience. A, a full-size poster. Yeah. It's definitely a different experience, and uh, the fifty-time zoom at the moment is has become a wow look at that i can see that that flag over there and you can barely see it with the naked eye isn't that impressive but the photo itself like you know you're holding it with your hands and it's a bit wobbly it's never something you would put online or definitely not print out but it's still quite fun to say oh look i can read read the words on that sign over there and it's absolutely flipping miles yep. away um but in terms yeah, i've done of, that as well yeah and i'm actually waiting for the for those opportunities to that you describe with the aircraft carrier, etc. So I can actually use that zoom a bit more and say, this is a photo I'm kind of happy to pass around and, and share or send, you know, to my parents or whatever. Because um, at the moment, and I'm probably not doing it right, but at the moment, every time I do that, the picture is um, not very detailed and, and a bit pixely. Still impressive, though. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it takes us back to sort of the days of, of the old uh, Nokia phones, doesn't it? Now, yeah. I, I don't know if you were listening to uh, PSC, I think it was this week, it may have been last week, where um, Steve was saying about how the history of Huawei's um, camera phones is, is that the guy in charge of them now is the guy who was part of the uh, team that developed the uh, 1020 camera. Right. Um, how much of that can you see in the in the DNA? The fact that it's the fact that it's kind of breaking the mold. Um, if you if you removed the P30 Pro from the marketplace and then looked at what you had, there's nothing in there's nothing in the marketplace that I don't think comes close to that kind of difference in what a camera on a phone can do. Some of them mm. are really really good, like the Pixel. The Pixel. I've yet to see a photo I can fault or anybody that's shown me a photo taken on a Pixel 3. Um, I've seen some amazing pictures on the iPhone. I've seen some amazing pictures on, a, on an LG phone like a V30. But right now, the P30 Pro seems to be the only one with this kind of almost magical zoom capability and night sight capability combined in one package. Um, and so... It's easy to look back on those 10, 20 days and say, well, again, that was the only phone on the market at the time that could take a, a photo using a 41 megapixel sensor so that you could crop in to say 25% of your, of your shot and use that as your picture. And it was a perfectly good picture. Whereas everybody else's shots, you crop in, you know, to a 25% crop and it looks awful. Yeah. So that's why we were big fans of the, of the 1020 back in the day, because it really was the only phone on the market that could do something like that. And I feel that. Yeah. I feel that same way with the P30 Pro right now. Yeah, I, I you know, that, that's that's kind of how I feel. There is there is nothing out there that's coming close to it. I don't think at the minute. Um, and uh, well, you know, it's not perfect, but I've I've got some pictures of it that I'm very happy with that are just ones that I couldn't have got any other way. Um, yeah. And and from that point of view, to me, it has a value 
purely on that on on that count. Um, yeah. And when you stop and look at what's possible to achieve, uh, it, yeah, some of the pictures are just astonishing. They they just really are yeah. quite astonishing. Um, uh, and and from my point of view, it's it's absolutely worth it. You know, I I yeah. uh, if I'm going away, there's no way I'm leaving this one behind. That's that's really um, how I feel about it. It, it it's just too far away ahead from um, from the alternatives to say, oh no, I'll leave that behind and I'll I'll you know I'll just uh, I'm not bothered about using the P30 Pro. Uh, so. Why would you not take it if you've got it available? Oh, exactly, definitely. Well, can can you um actually? This is a bit unfortunate if you're listening to this as you are, but can you get at your uh, Telegram account at the minute? Can I look at it? Yeah, because I've just sent you some pictures of this aircraft carrier offshore. It's one of yours, incidentally. It's the USS Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> um, not not the Andy Hagen. Not no, not the USS <laughs> Andy Hagen. No, that that comes later. Okay. Um. um oh yeah. So uh, this is this is podcast heaven for everybody. So yeah, as you can is, see, but... as you can see, everyone, uh, <laughs> what, what we're looking at here, it looks like I will say this: the, the first picture that Richard sent me, it looks like the aircraft carrier is almost in dock, and Richard is on the beach, and it's very close by. But then, as I kind of scroll up a bit, I can see that the aircraft carrier is actually miles away, and yeah. when he's using his fifty times zoom, he's zoomed in so much that it looks it looks as if he's on a a small boat quite close to the aircraft carrier, and he's taken a photo of the bridge. Now, I'm assuming, Richard, you actually were in the same spot throughout all of these yeah. photos. Yeah, well, well, if I tell you, Andy, that the middle photo, the one that people can't see uh, at all, but the one the one that looks like the boat is some way away, that is, yeah. that is a three-time zoom photo. Right. So it actually was a flipping long way away, and yeah. I was on the shore, and between me and, and the edge of the shore is a dual carriageway. <laughs> So, you know, the fact that you can get that level of photograph um, off it, it looks a bit black and white. That's because it was a murky grey day. But, okay. But you can see quite a lot of detail on the aircraft carrier, can't you, yeah. from from really quite a long way away. There's, there's no other phone can get close to that. I no. And also, I have to take my hat off to you because clearly you have very steady hands because uh, I'm, I'm assuming that wasn't on a tripod. No, it was on a wall. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the old trick, if in doubt, of a wall. But actually, it's quite hard to use on a wall because because it has very narrow sides. So you still have to be fairly yeah. um, uh, fairly stable. I mean, in point of fact, before I go away next time, uh, a small pocket tripod is uh, yeah is definitely on my list because I can yeah. think of some pictures I could have got um, with it that I, I just couldn't get to a good enough standard. I, um, when I was in uh, Crete earlier in the summer. Uh, the, it was full moon and it was just spectacular being that near the equator. Uh, and, and I just couldn't hold it still enough to get a good enough photo of it. You know, you could, you could get it to, to get the moon in the, in the, on the screen and, uh, wait for the focus to stabilize. And, you know, I've never been able to see craters on a, on the moon through a, uh, a handheld phone before, but I couldn't then coordinate things enough to press the shutter and have yeah. it actually come out like a, a proper photograph. So yeah, yeah little tripod's good, but, what you can do with this now is already incredible. I mean, you you were talking about macros earlier, weren't you? I've not yeah. actually done very many macro photographs with it. So, go on, tell us a bit more. So, one thing I discovered very recently, um, and I was watching a uh, kind of Huawei P30 Pro tips and tricks video on YouTube just to see if I'd missed anything. And one of the things I actually was talking to, um, I can't remember now, but I was talking to someone about it. They, they've got one. 
and they said, oh yeah, I, I switched the AI off because the yeah. um, the AI is a little bit daft. It's a bit like the LG version where you point it at um, a cat and it will say, you know, this is a beach chair or something. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, <laughs> however, I would say that the AI, I think, is scarily learning what I'm choosing to take pictures of and always comes up with the correct kind of description. Now, whether those adjust the settings in the background to really suit that image, I don't know. But what I will say is that the biggest kind of helpful thing I found by using the, the, with the AI switched on is that you don't have to do anything when you get really close to something. It knows it's close to something and switches automatically to super macro mode. So you don't have to yeah. go into the more menu and choose it. It just kind of knows and then adjusts accordingly, which is quite helpful. Um, but just camera aside for a second, the camera UI, uh, I would say is something that I would love to kind of go to Huawei and say, you know what you really should do? You should really do this. There are a couple of things in there that I feel are, are kind of missing or that need to be kind of moved around a little bit. And I don't know how you feel yeah. about this, but in the, in the camera UI, you've got a couple of, what, like three or four icons on, I guess, the left-hand side of the screen if you're holding it in landscape. Yep. There's obviously yep. one for the flash and there's obviously one for the settings. And there's one in there, I think it's for filters. I would yep, never filters. use that. I would never kind of do a pre-filter before taking a picture. And I really wish that wasn't there. And I really wish the kind of HDR switch that you find on other Android phones was there instead. Because sometimes the, the P30 Pro... I've found compared to the S10, if I'm taking a picture of something inside and I've got the window included in the shot, sometimes the, the highlights are really blown out. Whereas they say with the S10, they would do a, it would do a really good job of the HDR kind of mix and it would look pretty good. Whereas on the P30 Pro, I'd kind of think, oh, I'm going to have to go into the menu, turn HDR on, then come back out. And I just kind of wish there was a nice easy toggle there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The other thing is, have you, uh, have you tried the Vivid Colors yet? You mean the because that, that's one of them the uh, the icons down the left hand side, isn't it? It, it? it is it switches you from standard colours to vivid colours to smooth colours. Oh uh, yeah, no, I have not tried that. that I think uh, that's a bit yeah, weird. You have have to give that a go. Yeah, you've definitely got to give that a go. Um, it, it, I mean, you wouldn't, you certainly wouldn't want to use it the whole time. Definitely not. But occasionally. Uh, if you've got a dull day, or, or uh, well, for that matter, if you want to do something like flowers, by golly, they don't all stand out in this vivid mode. Um, really? It depends on how much you can cope with something making decisions for you about how bright the colours appear. That's certainly true. Right, yeah. Um, but but nonetheless, it's a bit of fun. Um, I think the thing I'd say about it is the camera is actually extremely capable in terms of all the settings. There are still one or two that I would actually quite like. Like, yeah. um, I wish... Uh, it did the, um, uh, the, there's one of the pixel panorama modes that looks a bit like a sort of a fisheye lens, you know, where you take yeah. sort of 30 or 40 photographs and it produces a, a massive image that you can sort of scroll around. Yeah, it's like, a, and, like being inside a sphere, sp isn't it? Yeah, sort of thing. I wish there was something like that. Um, but actually, I'll tell you what I'd like to be able to do. I'd like to be able to say, I'd like to be able to customize the icons on the, the main camera screen. Cause if you could say, well, actually, I'd like to pick, uh, well, for example, panorama mode or something and not have it scrollable instead, but just be able to, to right. tap at it. I think it would be easier to get, you know, easier to use. But 
I don't know. Maybe I just don't get too excited about these things. It doesn't doesn't bother me that much. What what bothers me far more is the tendency I have to switch the camera on and and move it out of photo mode into say aperture mode or something like that and not right. realise for a while, yeah. which is a bit irritating. But no, I mean I know I was I was very slightly worried when you you said you were going to get this that you might think we'd all bigged it up a bit too much, but I <laughs> don't think we have, and I don't think no. you would be because. I just don't think there's another uh, phone or a, a camera phone on the market in its league at the moment. Yeah. One of the things I would say is um, for for this particular version that I got, which was the, basically, I think, the, the, the most basic version, which is 128 gigs with six gigs of RAM. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, with that, you don't get a, a, a micro SD card expansion. I'm not too worried about only having 128 gigs, but I am finding myself over the last couple of weeks when I've got a spare minute going through the camera roll and deleting stuff I know I don't need or want, like little test shots here and there, I wouldn't think twice about that previously with all the, the gigs I had pouring out the plate, pouring out the thing from the, from the S10 with a massive SD card in it. But with this, I'm being a little bit more wary because there might be a day where you know I want to go nuts with the 4K video or, or take a million pictures or whatever, and I don't want... I don't want it to suddenly get to a point where it's it's warning me of of you know storage running out. I don't think that's going to happen. It's probably just no. a psychological thing. But um, do, you, do you use things like Google Photos and whatever? Yeah. So when I when I hit Wi-Fi, everything gets uploaded anyway. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm just looking at mine. It's got seven point three gigabytes of images and one point five gigabytes of uh, videos on it at the moment. And that's um, after what three thousand pictures. Uh, yeah, thereabouts. You know, I mean, that's that's uh, pretty not, impressive as it is. It's not it's not taking up huge amounts of um, space. It's not actually three thousand, Andy, because this is the second uh, P thirty I've had. Oh, okay. Uh, so I don't know whether it will tell me how many images it is, but it it's it's going to be at least half of them, if not more. Um, so yeah. it's using at the moment thirty five gigabytes of storage, and I've had it now since I think about the beginning of June. Decent. I'm just looking at mine. I'm on 26 gigs used. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Photos, which I'm assuming is under images, is just under 400 megabytes. Yeah. And I, I've not been, you know, I've been going nuts with this thing. And videos is is a gig. Um, so what's 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 using just, up your your storage? It says 13 gigs in apps, which I'm assuming is a bunch of videos downloaded through Netflix and and playlists on Spotify. Yeah, I'm I've guessing. got I've got fifteen gigs in apps, and I suspect an awful lot of that is pocket costs. Yeah, oh that too. Um, yeah, so that, that undoubtedly needs a tidy up, I would guess. So okay, so you're up to twenty. How many did you say? Twenty six and a bit. So, yeah, so you got you got nearly a hundred gigs to play with. I don't think you need to worry about it too too soon. No, and the great thing about using Google Photos, and I wanted to tell you this quick story because I hate to come across as someone that knows a lot about phones because it's not. It's not really at the forefront of most people's minds about how how they're using their phone and what their phone can do. They're just getting on with their lives. And people like us, we use our phones to try and make them, you know, the best the best out of them, get the best out of them, and use them for what they can do. And then because we know certain things, you you kind of shake your head a little bit when other people get into a prob get into a situation where it's a problem, and you just want to say, you know, if you just did this and this, you wouldn't have that problem. But then you don't want to come across as someone that's you know being a 
that <laughs> a busybody. So I, th- I, I thought thought that was a, a prerequisite of your new status <laughs> that you needed to feel needed to be outwardly confident, even when you were Outward, yeah, out- outwardly confident and overly uh, loud in uh, <laughs> restaurant situations or on planes. Anyway, yeah. so a friend of mine who is actually uh, visiting over here from from England has got a has got a an older iPhone. I want to say a seven. It might be a, it might be an eight, but it's not a ten. And mm. he's here with his two kids and his wife. Uh, they're here for a few weeks on holiday. And um, we met up uh, last week and uh, had a great, great time. And then he was taking some pictures of his two daughters uh, at the beach. And I heard him mutter under his breath something along the lines of, Ugh, storage. And I, <laughs> I waited until he was kind of done. I don't, he must have deleted some pictures and then took, took the picture that he wanted. And I said, um, is everything okay with your phone? He said, oh, I, I'm, I've already filled up the storage. I've only been here a week and I'm already full. And I said, well, do you use Google Photos? And he said, no, he uses um, the iPhone equivalent. I'm assuming that's either Apple Photos and, yeah, and Apple I, Photos. iCloud. Yeah. And, I, and I said, well, there's obviously nothing wrong with that, except it's a, it's a little bit limited in that once you've filled up your storage bucket either on the phone or on your on your uh, iCloud account that that's it and he said well what do you use because you never have a problem with this and I said well not wanting to sound too glib I said I pretty much don't keep stuff on the phone itself I mean yes it's on an SD card or it's it's in the memory but if that you know fell down a drain never to be seen again I wouldn't worry because upload automatically uploading everything to Google Photos um and I, I used the, the full res upload because I'm, I've had this free hundred gigs I've had for like two years now. So I haven't, I haven't touched that yet. Um, yeah. And I know that's not the case for everybody because most people get 15 gigs, but even if you have 15 gigs and you didn't do the high res upload, what you would, what you would end up using is probably good enough for most people. I would have thought, especially for my yeah. friend who would then never have a problem with, with, with taking photos of his kids, which I'm sure you do when you have kids you take you know a billion pictures a day and to have that kind of worry in, in the back of your head that your phone memory is going to be filled and you can't take any more pictures must be a bit of a burden and yet if you just decided not to bother keeping the stuff on the phone and just shooting it all up to google photos and every time you wanted to kind of look back everything is chronologically arranged so you could be looking at the dates and saying oh we were in so and so on you know, August 1st, let's go back to August 1st. And, th- and and there's that picture of my daughter throwing the beach ball. Let's, you know, let's share that to mum or whatever. It's all just, it's all just there. And the thing is, it's not, it's not because there's no anything magical about Google Photos. I think, I think for me, what it is, is the fact that I, I'm always connected. I always have unlimited data on 4G or I'm in somewhere that's got Wi-Fi, whether it's at home or, you know, even in a restaurant or supermarket or whatever. And so, it's something I just don't even think about. And I know we were talking yeah. just now about storage and I don't have a storage card, things like that. And that, I think that's a psychological thing because yeah, even if, even if I did fill this phone up with, with photos, the fact that it's all going to, to Google doesn't make any difference anyway. I can just, I could just do a factory hard reset and I wouldn't care because those photos would still be safe. So yeah, I think this is absolutely right. Yeah. I think Google just need to, I don't know. They almost need to do like a, like a TV, um, advertising campaign to just kind of tell everyone that even if you have an iphone you can do this um and we know also that you can do it on OneDrive, but i mean 
I think the days of uploading photos to OneDrive and dealing with a Microsoft account are kind of beyond anyone's level of uh, sanity. But everybody uses Google. Everyone uses Google Maps. Everyone uses Gmail. I'm sure if you were to kind of just give Google Photos a try and realize just how simple it is and how automatic it is that, that you would actually you would actually do that and never worry about deleting stuff off the phone to free up space because the fo- the photos are safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always used to completely obsess about uh, the amount of storage I had on on any new phone, and um, so the way that Apple plays tricks with uh, storage space, you know, with the usual leaving out the obvious size that you would would actually want, and selling one that's smaller and one that's bigger. Um, I always had the bigger one and paid for the extra, and, and Apple charges fairly well for. Uh, additional storage as you know um what really changed it for me was actually spotify um because right. i would go around with 30 odd gigs of downloaded music on my phone uh and and now with spotify well like you i've got uh streaming on 4g streaming on wi-fi uh i've got uh, a spotify account i've downloaded a bit for when i'm traveling um so in in fact i've got no uh, no music on this phone other than three gigs I've downloaded from Spotify, which is probably more than normal. Right. Um, and then if I look at other things taking up space, Pocket Cast 3.3 gigs, Kindle 1.8, WhatsApp 1.7. The the single biggest thing actually is uh, Photos, which I seem to have 13 gigs on this iPhone, um, because I think at some point I switched off the um, upload to iCloud because uh, I think it was while I was traveling or something, it was just using roaming data at a crazy rate of knots. But even after almost a year with this iPhone XS Max, which is a 64 gig variant, I'm up to 55.8 out of 64 gigabytes. Right. So it's, it's, and, and, and if I clear the 13 gigs of photos off there and some old episodes of some podcasts, it's still only going to be just over half half used on the smallest capacity now if you factor in the the cost of that spotify account which actually i get as part of my uh, vodafone subscription but vodafone are not doing that anymore so presently i'll have to pay for it uh that costs nine pounds a month or 9.99 a month so it's going to cost 120 pounds a year that's that's less than the cost of uh upgrading to the large capacity uh iphone I think uh, I I used to be really. I mean, when when I got the the P30 Pro through, and I realised that the variant I got has got 256 gigs of storage, I sort of slightly laughed really because once upon a time I'd have been really, oh wow, I've got yeah all this extra storage. Whereas now it was well, I know I'm not going to be using more than 60 of that. It doesn't really matter anyway. Um, <laughs> and and right. that's that's kind of kind of unfortunate really because it, it would once upon a time I would have seen it as a big bonus. Whereas now I just think well. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's nice. If I if I wanted to disappear off off the uh, off the net for a long time, well, maybe yeah. it would be uh, you know of, of some relevance. But as it is, I'm just, just looking up how much storage I'm using on here, and does it give me a total? Yeah, I'm using 35. Yeah, like we said a minute ago, I'm using 35 right. gigs on the P30 Pro, so it it just is no longer an issue anymore. No, and uh, you're right. And, and, I think you've hit the nail on the head because it's almost like the two things kind of collide. There was a time where we didn't have wireless everywhere and, and Wi-Fi everywhere and 4G everywhere. And so you did need to bung in all your burned CDs onto a, you know, yeah. onto your hard drive, onto the phone, really ram it in there, get all your movies on there, on you know, your, your ripped DVDs. And then you've got your photos as well and perhaps on an SD card. And you would really kind of think about what you're doing with the memory and where all your files and, and documents or whatever and where, where they all are. 
But now, like you say, I don't I don't put any music on the phone. I might download a few things uh, from Netflix and I might download a few of the playlists that my wife and I've made in Spotify so that when I am offline, either underground on a train or on a plane or whatever, um, I've got something that can that, that can entertain me. But for 99% of everything else is just streamed. And it would yeah. be an issue, yeah. and I'm sure it was an issue years ago when the network said you're allowed, you know, five gigs of data per month and you really had to kind of be a bit circumspect about what you were using. When they say unlimited data, I know they don't, they don't mean really unlimited, but T-Mobile over here is unlimited is 50 gigs a month. And even being down here for the whole month of uh, July and August without Wi-Fi, I'm only hitting like 25, 26 gigs of usage. So even by them yeah. giving me 50 gigs, I'm still not even using that when that's the only source of internet connection that we actually have. And we've been streaming all kinds of stuff through uh, CBS News and Netflix and Amazon Prime, you name it. Um, yeah. So it's it's plenty. It's, to it's totally fine. And I think, I'm going to make a mean comment now, I think part of the problem with the lack of appeal of the Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus is, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to wow us with big numbers in terms of gigs and RAM. And they're saying, you know, that the base, the base level phone comes with 256 gigs and it comes with 12 gigs of RAM. And back in the day, we would have all been drooling over that. But now, if that is their kind of main selling point for these new phones, it's kind of like, yeah, well, you know, I don't really need 12 gigs of RAM because I have six and it, it flies. And I definitely don't need 256 gigs because, like you say, we're only using like 40 gigs, you know, in normal use. So is that really a good selling point for these phones? Probably not. S seldom, I think. I mean, the only person I know who actually is bothered about uh, storage these days is, is our, our friend Ted. Uh, and, yeah. and his circumstances are such that, you know, he, he, he doesn't have Wi-Fi. He's on a, a limited mobile package. But my yeah. guess is when he comes to renew that, he'll be able to get some sort of unlimited package. Because as you say, the, the networks have worked out. We can, we, I mean, I've got, I think two contracts and they've both got a hundred gigabytes of data on. They're, they're effectively unlimited. There's no, yeah. there's no conceivable way I get anywhere close to that. I, I no. do very little video streaming, a little bit, but not much. Uh, audio streaming, I do quite a lot of. Um, even when I was away for a fortnight um, in in Greece, uh, relying entirely on on 4G uh, to upload photos on the go whilst I was there, even then I only used about 18 gigabytes, and that was that was pushing it. You know, uh, it, it's it's just not the sort of amount of data I'm ever going to or ever ever's a stupid word, yeah. but in the in the foreseeable future, I can't see when I'm ever going to need more than 30 or 40 gigabytes at the absolute most. Yeah. Well, once you've got that. Um, you know, even if you're starting to rely on that every day, your need for storage disappears. And, and, and my guess would be that when Ted does look at his, his package and he's able to change it, there probably will be some sort of unlimited package that works for him that will mean that he, he doesn't need the huge amount of storage as well. He might choose to have it, yeah. of course. That's, that's a, a slightly different issue, but I don't foresee needing lots and lots of storage really at all I don't, I don't see why i would have the need you know i yeah i pay for a, um, a large enough package i've got various streaming services i've got plenty of online uh, storage you just don't need it do you 
No, I I would struggle to fill 256 gigs up, even with all the, the films I've got on my old hard drive somewhere. You know, even if I even if I put all of my old iTunes music and on there as well, that wouldn't it wouldn't touch it. it would, no. I would have so much extra space. And I also used to think that having that extra room would be good because you never know. You know, one day yeah. you might you might want to take four hours of 4K video. I'm not. <laughs> not no, no, that. no. I, I mean, the, the, no, and the, and at that point, the the phone would have long since melted anyway. Uh, I mean, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. this is this is why we all pay for um, data packages we don't need. It's because you can visualize what um, you know, two hundred minutes of talking time is, for example. Yeah. But if somebody says to you, "Oh, you've got twenty gigabytes of data," how many of us have got a real feel for what twenty gigabytes of data is, or fifty, I mean, or fifteen, or a hundred? I'll be honest, Richard. You know, coming down here where we don't have Wi-Fi and we're relying purely on our 4G connections on our phones, I was thinking at some point I'm going to get a text from T-Mobile and they're going to say, tut-tut, you've reached your limit because, you, you know, you've been basically caning it for like three or three and a half weeks. And I was actually interested to see if I was going to get that. So I didn't curtail my data use through yeah, through yeah. the phone in any way, shape, or form. You know, if she wanted to watch t- some kind of TV show, I would just stream it and plug it into the TV so we could watch it on the big screen. I would stream music, everything. I just thought, you know what? Let's go for broke. Let's see what happens. And then I did get a text from T-Mobile that said, your bill is due in eight days' time. So I thought, all right, I've got a week left. Let's Let's go into the usage and see if I'm anywhere close to 50 gigs. And it was on like, you know, 20 gigs. So I thought, wow, <laughs> you know, I should be, I should be caning this a bit more. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's the other question, isn't it? You start thinking then, well, hang on, I'm paying for this. Why am I not using it? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just, just, uh, I'm just whilst, whilst we're talking, I'm logging into my uh, mobile network account. No, I don't want to see what's new now. I'm not sure whether, yeah, I mean, here you go. My allowance resets in seven days. And I have twenty nine point one gigabytes of data left. Well, that mean that means I've used about um, eleven gigabytes of data in three weeks, which I would guess is actually quite high for me, actually, to be honest. Right. Because um, you've so, got, definitely got Wi Fi at home and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I use data when I'm uh, out at, at other people's offices because I think if you use uh, use somebody's office Wi Fi, you can't really expect everything that you're doing to remain confidential. Uh, right. So I just tether. Um, but I mean, even so, you know, it, 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 I'm just just checking my other mobile network account. Um, and what's this one say? This one says, "Drum roll, drum roll." Well, he's thinking about it at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, this one is obviously only just uh, just rolled over, but it says you have ninety eight point seven gigabytes of data left and twenty seven days to use them in. Well, wow. it's not going to happen, is it? It's you need to start you know, streaming the International Space Station or something just to just to use well, it up. Well, uh, it certainly is the case that I'm far less worried about. Oh, I must find some Wi Fi. I must find some Wi Fi because it doesn't seem really likely that I'm going to use that. The yeah, the only place only place I now have that left is the hotel I often stay at uh, when I'm working down in Milton Keynes, where really the mobile networks, all of them, are truly rubbish in this hotel uh, and for about 200 yards in any direction. And uh, they used to have diabolical Wi-Fi and then they got uh, fibre broadband under some grant scheme for areas that get uh, appallingly bad coverage. So so now they've got like 40 megabit download uh, broadband. I do use oh, that. I use, a, I use a VPN on it just to keep it reasonably secure. But yeah. Most of the time, it's not even an issue. It just doesn't doesn't come out, does it? 
Um, and, and so I think we all have to get a new mindset and the mindset says, okay, I'm paying for this streaming service, but it's saving me from spending twice as much on, on the next model up. Because the other experience I've got in the past is you, you pay for a model that's got more storage and it has absolutely no effect on the resale compared with pretty much the base model. You'll, right. be, you'll be glad to know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know when I bought, I bought the, I think it was a 500 gigabyte iPhone a couple of years ago. Um, and I did manage to fill up quite a lot of that with, um, mostly music, but photographs, bit of video as well. Um, when I came to sell it, I think it was got about 20 quid more than the base model, which, which would have been about 400 quid cheaper. So there's no premium, I don't think, with storage, because I think enough people are already at this point that they, uh, don't value having the extra storage. They're not worried about it. They, they don't want to carry around, like I always used to, 40 gigabytes of music and, uh, I don't know, probably 20 gigabytes of video and whatever, because they don't need to. It's stored. I mean, it, it, you may be the same. I, I'm not a great fan of some of the things Microsoft does, uh, and so I'd rather use uh, other uh, other storage providers. I've got like a OneDrive account that's got a terabyte of space that, that effectively is paid for because I use Excel and Word, and I don't use it. Yeah. It just goes, just goes to show we all have so much uh, capacity to store stuff why would you want to replicate that on your phone? You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, when you're on a plane, it's important, isn't it? That yeah, you've got something exactly. to entertain you. But, and, and I mean, you do look more long haul than I do, but I mean, typically I'm on a plane for no more than two, two and a half hours. You can, you can easily download half a dozen podcasts and you, well, like I did when I went to Amsterdam last week, I didn't actually listen to any of them. Yeah. Uh, I've listened, I've listened to them since, but on the plane, I thought, no, I'll listen to some music. I don't, you know, I'd, I'd rather just sort of switch off while I'm traveling. You don't need gigabytes and gigabytes. In fact, you could even argue that if you have, it's a pain working out what you're going to listen to. Oh, yeah. And then it's, you've got to work out how much uh, storage you're going to devote to that and, you know, make sure you don't go over it or whatever. I guess with your phones, you know, your 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 main concern with, with storage is making sure it's not filled up with all the selfies that you take. <laughs> uh, you you shouldn't judge me by your own standards. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I have to say that when, when we're out, I say we, uh, my better half and I, she'll come out of the bathroom, come back to the table and say, you know, there's three girls in there doing their makeup, taking pictures of each other and then taking pictures of themselves in the mirror with their phones. And I'll say, oh, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to break the mold. I'm going to have to be the first, the first man in a male bathroom to stand in front of the mirror taking selfies <laughs> because I've never seen it. People just go in, they go to the toilet, they wash their hands most of the time and leave. But the ladies love to hang out and, you know, do, do the old, the, the old selfie thing. Maybe we should start a new trend. You know, we take our beautiful Aurora colored, uh, P30 pros, <laughs> go, into, go into the, and then we take a, a picture uh, of ourselves in the mirror holding up the Aurora P30 pro. Next time I go out, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. Ne- next time we have a get together. Yeah. We should, uh, we should all <laughs> yeah, have exactly. a mass. A mass selfie session. Yeah, exactly. One thing I will say about the P30 Pro before we uh, before we go, a couple of things about it I thought were actually going to annoy me, and luckily they don't. So the first Good thing news. is the fact it does have a small, very small teardrop notch right in the center yeah. of the screen at the top, as you know. So I thought, I don't think it's going to be big enough to really bother me. I'm going to try and work with it. And when I went into the settings and and went for the 
switch off notch option, I thought this is gonna this is gonna be a terrible option. It's gonna be like on the S10 where you switch the the little cutout off and you have this enormous like six inch black bar at the top and it just looks terrible. But actually, because the because that notch is so tiny, it, it's just around the camera lens kind of that when yeah. you turn when you when you opt for turn notch off, you actually end up with a very reasonable uh, top bezel. Something that I I never think about. So ever since turning it off. It it kind of matches your little uh, black bezel that you would have anyway at the bottom, and it looks quite balanced. Um, so one of the things I'll say about that, because people might say, "Oh, why you you know why do you turn it off? It's not that bad." True, it isn't. But the trouble is when the screen goes up into the notification area um, for you know the um, mobile signal and the battery and the clock and everything else. Unless you're on a very dark screen, sometimes it's quite hard to see that information. So if depending on which website you're you're visiting or using maps or whatever, the the text is white and so kind of gets hidden some of the time. And so for me, just as a kind of general easy thing, by making that uh, black line throughout the whole of the top section of the phone, I can always see that in, see that information. And I'm never thinking to myself, is it twelve twenty two or is it twelve twenty? Eight. I can't really read that. So for me, that's that's a really nice thing. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting the take the notch away to be uh, doable. It, it, this causes me complete mirth because I am one of those people. I can't, I can't see what the problem is. It really doesn't bother me at all. And I, and I've never had a real issue with the information there. But I mean, it's nice to have the option, and it's nice that yeah. it's done well. I think that's the, yeah. the key takeaway from that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. The I think if you were to turn it off on the the S10. You'd think, oh my lord, what is this huge bezel that's just appeared at the top? And I'm not—I yeah. don't know. Maybe you can tell me with the Pixel Three XL with the huge notch. Can you turn that off? Well, I, I don't have a Pixel Three uh, XL, so I don't know. Oh, but okay. I, all I can really say is that I had one for a while and got rid of it very quickly. I've got a Pixel Three. I couldn't stand right. the uh, the trench right. rather than notch. Would be a better way of putting. It. I think you can actually, but you're going to have a. A huge black bezel if you do that. So the bezel on, on the P30 Pro is completely doable. It's it's nothing that I think yeah. about. And the other thing, which I, I probably will miss at some point, but I haven't reached that particular moment yet, is the fact that it doesn't have a headphone jack. And yeah, I know that, that, that... That does irritate me a bit, but... I think for me, personally, the only use case I would have for a headphone jack at this point in time is when I'm travelling on a plane with the misses we usually have a splitter so one of us will plug in the the the, the splitter into either her phone or my phone and then we use in ear in ear like earbuds yeah one yeah. in each of the you know obviously it's a splitter so we can both yeah. watch the movie and both listen to what's going on if she doesn't have her phone fully charged which does that ever happen oh yeah <laughs> happens all the yeah. time uh, and I've, and I've got the, I've got the stuff from Netflix downloaded onto my phone. Well, I can listen to the audio using my Bluetooth headphones. I actually don't know what to do now if she wants to join in. I guess I could pair another Bluetooth headphone set. Could I have two going at the same time? I don't know, possibly. Or, or else it's dongle tastic, isn't it? It is dongle tastic, yeah. Mm. Oh, and by the way, I think I may have been ripped off in a very uh-huh. small way because Dun, dun, dun. In my P30 Pro box, which was sealed, there is no dongle for the headphones Ooh. and no um, super slim clear case. 
which I think everyone else has got. Not that I'm really bothered because I've already bought one from Amazon anyway. But um, not having the dongle, I think, was a bit cheeky. They've given me headphones that are USB-C headphones, but I assumed I was going to get a... Not that I would ever find a real use for it, so I'm not really that bothered. It's just, you know, one of those things you kind of think, oh, I was expecting that, and I didn't get it. I've just I've just extracted my P30 Pro box, so sorry about the noises off. Let's see what's in here. Um, I... Does guy have a, a case in there? No, no case. Uh, and yeah, USB-C headphones, I assume, in there. Yeah, they are. And no dongle. So they are, Andy. We've both been done. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong, maybe it doesn't come. Maybe it doesn't come with one. <laughs> I'm well, expecting clearly, clearly some... the one I got from from Hong Kong didn't get. Yeah, it didn't come with one. Right. So. Oh, well, maybe maybe it doesn't come with one then. I know the Note 10 does, but um, and I could very easily be being confused with that, but. Either way, I'm really happy with the P30 Pro. It's uh, it's a great phone in all ways, and to, to to coin a phrase, it does everything I need it to do. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to tell you tell you two other things about it. The first thing is, uh, you haven't said this, and I'm a little bit surprised. It, it's got an immortal battery. Oh, the battery is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Just amazing, the battery. It just goes on and on and on, doesn't it? It goes on and on and on. Yesterday, I went to bed. Uh, not that you need to know that, but I went to bed with the battery on probably around 65%. And yep. it's it's at that point where I think, now I could just plop it onto the Qi charger right here, but I don't really see a real need to do that. And because I'm going to wake up in the morning, it's still going to be 60 something percent. And that is, even that is way more than I need for just pootling around with it during the day. And yeah. uh, let's see, it's it's 3.30 in the afternoon here. I've been up for about nine-ish hours, and it's on 38%. Yeah, it's, it'll, make, it'll make it through to this evening, and then you stick it on the charger, don't you? Yeah. Now, now you don't know, and, and neither, neither do, does our listener, uh, that um, on the last show, which I think is... That one guy who's lis- listening to us in his car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, 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 or Rich, he might listen as well. Um, but in the, in the last show, James and I had an interesting conversation because uh, I was in a hotel room in Amsterdam and had just discovered that my electric toothbrush had gone flat and that the charger was 700 miles away at home. Uh-oh. And... Um, and so we tried a little experiment. And the little experiment was that we turned the P30 Pro over and switched on the reverse wireless charging and charged my toothbrush from the P30 Pro. Isn't that amazing? Um, and, and, and I can report that there was enough charge in the toothbrush in the morning to clean my teeth. But basically, by the time I'd finished cleaning my teeth, the power light was beginning to flash again. But from my point of view, that was a success. I was able to clean my teeth properly with an electric yeah. toothbrush as opposed to that sinking feeling you have when you clean your teeth with an electric toothbrush with no battery. Um, yeah. And all because of the reverse wireless charging on the P30 Pro. So it didn't fully charge it, but it charged it enough that I was able to clean my teeth properly. And that'll do for me, really. Yeah, I did the same. I, w- I went on a, a conference in June and I took the um, S10 with me and my electric toothbrush. And I didn't take the charger because I already tested it out at home. So I knew if, if the battery was going to die, um, then I'd be all right. And the battery didn't die because I already you know, charged it up. I didn't get into a situation like you. But it's just it's just knowing that if, if it did randomly kind of go off in my bag and, you know, that night it was dead, that I could... Put it on. The, it's so crazy to think about putting the toothbrush on the back of the phone to charge it and get enough juice just to kind of brush your teeth. And you're right. There is no. There's not a, a more horrible feeling than having to brush your teeth with a dead electric toothbrush 
what a heathen. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right, does it? But yeah, it wasn't a full charge, but it was it was plenty enough. And um, and I thought yeah. to myself, well, as eight hundred pound toothbrush chargers go, this is a bit expensive, but it, it did the job <laughs> at least. So can't complain. Yeah, it's it's that. nice to have, just have an an extra option, just because yeah. you, just because you never know. It's one of those things. That's exactly right, isn't it? So uh, so yeah, I think I think the long and short of it is we both like the P thirty Pro, don't we? We do. Yeah, I haven't tried out yeah. the, uh, the the infrared blaster on it yet. It's quite handy to to not have no. to fumble around in the in the duvet covers for the the hidden remote. I don't know where it goes, but it just gets hidden in there somewhere. So maybe I could yeah, use that as the I, TV remote. I haven't tried that, but I, I, on previous uh, Huawei's I've had it, it works a treat. So yeah, I think that might be worth a worth a little play. I'll give that one a go. Yeah. Um, use all sorry, the whistles I, I, and all the bells. Well, yeah. Yeah, you might as, may as well. I mean, it's a funny thing, but today, for no obvious reason, I, I, I suddenly decide I'm, I need to get rid of the e- e- EMUI launcher, which doesn't normally bother me. But right. but there was just something this morning. I thought, no, I want a sort of swipey, gestury yeah. sort of launcher, not a button I've got to press and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, good old Nova launcher. I, I did did get some, some help from our friend Dan about one of the settings on it. But it just transforms it again, you know. Here yeah. it is. The hardware, the hardware on this, I just love the hardware on this. It's yeah. it's just such a nice phone, isn't it? You it's know? stunning. Uh, I'll admit it was probably a matter of 40 minutes before I downloaded Nova and put that back on and uh, downloaded my backup that was in my Google Drive. So it looked pretty much exactly like my S10. But it's, yeah. it's you know, familiarity is a good thing. And it, for, for me anyway, it's just that, Everything that I'm used to, like I, I have a setting where I do two finger swipe down and it locks the phone and goes straight to the always on display, which is nice because sometimes, I don't know, it's it's a difference between fumbling around the corner for the power button or letting it go to sleep on its own or just doing a quick two finger swipe down and, and it's 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 locked and it's asleep and it's just great. It's so easy. Um, but you're right. I like the I like having the, the Nova Launcher app tray the app drawer. I like being able to swipe over one way to see the, the Google uh, news information and then swipe another way for my other home screen. It's just whatever you're just used to. It's nice to be able to, to carry that over and not yeah, be stuck yeah. with what they want you to use because let's face it, EMUI 9 is fine. And I'm actually looking forward to EMUI 10, which is coming around the corner, but I would yeah. probably still stick with, with Nova, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's probably true. I mean, it, it's encouraging that they're going to start uh, dropping beta versions of uh, EMUI 10, which is based on Android Q, as you say, as early as early September as well. Uh, clearly, whatever problems there may be elsewhere, they they obviously resolve them uh, as far as this this phone's concerned. Yeah. And let's be honest, do we both think we'll have this phone in a year, 18 months' time? Well, probably well, not. That was another thought that, that actually went through my head. You know, it's one of those things about being in this little uh, tech box, to coin a phrase. Uh, yeah. We don't really, we don't really hang on to phones uh, for too long, do we, Rich? And then, you know, it's whatever's whatever's coming around the corner. I've been been doing better of late, although I seem to be hanging on to too many of them, which is uh, uh, another problem. But uh, at least uh, I'm trying to last bought a new one. Must be must be well over a month anyway. So that's <laughs> that's a start, isn't it? That's that's a phenomenal start. I just find yeah. myself opening, you know, breaking the seal on one box and pulling out a beauty and then three or four months later sticking it on the internet to sell it so that I can 
use the funds towards something else new and shiny. But, you know, there, there are worse hobbies to have, I suppose. Yeah, there are. And uh, I don't think... Uh... Yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a lot of lot of uh, fun to be had out of this, and occasionally you think to yourself, "Why have I done this?" But on the whole, yeah, it's good fun. So, P thirty, I guess probably that's um, it's going to have to be a bit of a wrap there at that point, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, sure. You, uh, Great to talk to you, Richard. We'll uh, we'll all see you back for uh, for the next episode, and um, and now you you are shiny passports on the way, Andy. You've got no excuse not to organise a, a trip over here to see your mates. That is absolutely true, as long as you don't forget your wallet. I think we can probably arrange that. Although, you know, the the currency unit will probably be worthless by then anyway. <laughs> I'll bring extra dollars for everybody, and then we 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 can we get another round in. That sounds excellent. Take All care. Right. Mate. See you. All right. Bye now. Cheers. Bye.